What up, Win Daily family? It is the Week 5 XFL podcast. I am solo here. This is Sticks, Sticks Picks, Nick Bradwish, whatever you want to call me. I will try not to bore you to death as a uh, solo podcast host here. I don't know if I've ever done that before, but we will get right to it. There is a four-game slate this weekend, as there is every weekend, and honestly, it looks like absolute trash. I think it's a good week to play a lot of cash games. I've been stressing that in the Discord and Twitter, whatever you want to talk about i am always going to vote in favor of cash games besides week one in this league when we really didn't know what to expect now we got playing time routes ran targets quarterbacks we, we know all about it right so this slate again looks like absolute trash we got here we got seattle at houston houston is a 12 and a half point favorite the total is 45 and a half points that is by far the highest total on this slate probably a game you want to get invested in uh, the next game is new york at dallas dallas is an eight point favorite i think they're being bet down now a lot of money on new york so people think new york can keep this close i believe louis perez is going to start mcgloin is supposed to come back he's a full participant in practice McGloin sucks. You know how I feel about him, so I wouldn't worry about him. If he plays, then just take that whole team besides maybe Mikael McKay or Darius Victor out of your player pool. And then Sunday, we got St. Louis at D.C. St. Louis minus five, a total of 39. Also, that New York-Dallas game total of 37. <laughs> that is boring. Um, probably not going to be a lot of high scoring there and, and just going to be bad play on both sides of the ball now that we got Philip Nelson playing quarterback instead of Landry Jones, who tore his MCL, I believe. And then Sunday night, the Sunday night hammer, we got Tampa Bay at Los Angeles. Los Angeles is a two and a half point favorite. We got a close game there and a total of 40 and a half points. Not terrible. I mean, in the NFL, we'd probably fade this game, but in the XFL, uh, we don't have much else to work with. Um, I'm going to start this one off with cash. Again, I, I stress that cash was probably the way to go this week. Obviously, play some GPPs too. You know, we want to have fun, but don't just unload your bankroll this week in general. I don't think it is a good slate to play much money on. I personally will probably be a lot, lot less invested this week than in weeks past i want to start off with cash and then we'll kind of go with game by game and give you some gpp thoughts here and go over the uh, spreadsheet that i shared with everybody all my thoughts are pretty much up there right now starting with quarterback for cash games only gpp going to be a different ball game but these three quarterbacks will be in play for gpps as well i like pj walker obviously we don't have to explain him they have the highest implied team total on the slate and and that's pretty much the case every single week with houston they put up the most points in this league and they are probably going to continue doing so. P.J. Walker, obviously in play. I think I have him projected for, I think, 24 right on the head there, 24 points, which is three more than anybody else on this slate. I think I got Josh Johnson for right around 22. I did post my projections in that spreadsheet, and I did give Walker a slight bump up after posting that, so just know I I like him a little bit more than the projections show there. But yeah, if you're not going to use Walker, I am fine with B.J. Daniels if he is announced a starter. I believe he is. I mean, the guy had seven rushing attempts last week for 84 yards he's a talented rusher and they are going to be chasing points against houston 12.5 point underdog so assume that vegas is somewhat correct here houston is going to get a big early lead and bj daniels is going to have to run for his life to get first downs or throw for them both bode well for fantasy points so bj daniels is certainly in play he is by far the most riskiest quarterback of the three for cash games because we really don't know what to expect from him we only saw a little bit of him last week but if that rushing floor is real i'm fine with using him in cash at 70 200 that is so cheap on DraftKings, so you could do a lot worse than bj daniels and his price is right so you, you don't really need much for him i think i have him projected for like right around 16 points if he gets you 14 he still paid off you know two times salary so we're fine there the other guy josh johnson 
he's probably the best quarterback in this league. I know Walker's putting up all the fantasy points, but he is erratic with his throws, and Walker just, he doesn't slide. I don't know. He needs to start sliding or he's going to get hurt one of these days. I mean, he laid out that dude from Dallas last week. That was awesome. It's just a little erratic for my liking, but Walker definitely has a highest ceiling, probably the highest floor. Josh Johnson, he's a pro. You know, he was in the NFL for a while, serviceable there, and he's been serviceable in the XFL as well, throwing for 325 yards last week, by far the most on the week four slate. He's a great passer, airs it out. He's got a lot of good weapons in the receiving game with or without Spruce. Spruce is out, though. You know, I, I, it's fine. I like the receiving core in L.A. So those three quarterbacks are what I'm going to focus on in cash. I only make one cash lineup. Whatever I decide on, that is being rolled out for all of my cash games. As of now, I'm leaning Walker, but again, I don't care if you go to Daniels or Johnson because it's going to open up things elsewhere. Running back, literally going to be Lance Dunbar, Cameron Payne, Davion Smith, or Jack Patrick. I think Smith is questionable right now but i'm sure he's good to go probably just giving him a rest from a heavy workload on sunday i mean davion smith he got 21 carries last week i believe i mean davion smith always going to be a great play moving forward especially against la you could run all over these guys and then dunbar he's just got such a high floor especially with philip nelson starting now if you go back to week one he peppered dunbar with targets dunbar's going to line up in the slot a lot when he's not running usually on the field i think around 50 percent of the time maybe this game it's a little bit more with philip nelson Cameron Harris Payne, same thing. DC does have a, or not DC, um, New York does have a solid run D, so that's where I'm kind of giving the edge to Dunbar and Cash because they're both, I got them projected for right around 13 apiece, which is pretty high for a running back in this league, in my opinion. Dunbar, Smith, or Cameron Harris Payne, if Smith is out, Jack has Patrick's a great play there. I think Smith is going to go. Uh, top receiver spot, Trey McBride, for sure. The guy's just an air yard king lately, getting a ton of targets. I think he has 18 targets in the last two games, and he's putting up a ton of yards. Red zone ability, getting touchdowns, everything you want to see there. So McBride's perfect for cash, perfect for GPPs, very high floor. He's pretty much the last two weeks, uh, he's been the Cam Phillips that we saw earlier in the year. If you don't want to use McBride, I strongly suggest you do. But if you don't, you could definitely use Phillips, Holly, whatever for that wide receiver one spot, Khalil Lewis. But my whole thing here is if I'm using P.J. Walker, I do not need to pay up for Cam Phillips. I don't necessarily need to use Nick Holly either because Nick Holly really, he shines in close games they're a 12 and a half point favorite that's not going to be a close game i don't see them needing holly very much but he's on the field 100 percent of the time almost every single game so that's a solid play but if you don't use walker as your quarterback in cash i think i strongly advise that you use one of cam phillips khalil lewis or nick holly i'd probably rank them in that order phillips lewis holly for cash find a way to get phillips in there if you don't use walker he should bounce back this week he was had a ankle injury last week so whatever i'm, I'm not going to read into that i think phillips should bounce back here and then wide receiver two spot austin pearl he is locked in for me again Houston is going to have an early lead, big lead. Prohl's probably the number one wide, wide receiver on the Seattle team, and the slot receiver kills Houston, and I expect that to continue. A new quarterback with DJ Daniels should dump the ball off to a slot guy when he's not taking off and running, but maybe that does hurt Prohl, the fact that BJ Daniels likes to run the ball. But again, I am locking in Prohl. I'm not going to read into it that much. Vegas is going to build that, that spot for me. Prohl is going to be playing catch-up, should get a ton of targets bounce back spot for him perfect floor for cash and then in the flex spots right now i'm loving adonis jennings with nelson spruce rolled out he's only like 3500 you're gonna need a cheap guy in your cash build nelson jennings is it or uh, adonis jennings is it i do not usually prefer to use two receivers from the same team because as i mentioned in the spreadsheet if that team just craps a bed that day both your receivers are dead instead of just one you could have a zero spot or a one point spot a two point spot a three point spot four point spot in cash and still survive 
you can't have two of them and still survive most likely so i don't necessarily like using mcbride and jennings together but the way it, it valued out for me i'm currently using them both and then the last flex spot nick truesdale he's coming back this is risky you know coming off an injury i usually don't like to target those guys for cash but it fit with my build i may change that around but i think truesdale is in a fine spot here especially if we're using two la guys i think truesdale on the other side maybe you can fit in tolliver or uh, find a way to get Danny Williams in there, whatever. All these guys are, are definitely in play for cash, and I'll put that in the spreadsheet here as we are live on the air. But that's pretty much it. That, that is my, my cash game targets. You know, Danny Williams is in there. Tolliver, Flynn Nagel's fine now with with uh, Philip Nelson being in there. But I just, I don't see the sex or the, the sexy appeal with Flynn Nagel, but he's fine for cash. All right, so there you go. Walker's my preferred quarterback. Daniels or Johnson as the backups are fine. Dunbar, Smith, or Cameron Payne, whoever you could fit there, use them. McBride, Phillips will be my top wide receivers on the slate. Lewis is fine as well. The slate for cash, that is. And then Prohl, locking him in. Jennings, probably locking him in because I need the savings. And then Truesdale. You can maybe use Mobley in cash. I mean, he's so cheap for Houston, and Sammy Coates is ruled out. So if you don't want to use Jennings and McBride together, maybe you go Mobley and walker together is fine and then stay with uh, mcbride as your top dog there receiver maybe it could get truesdale out of your flex whatever the case may be you could build your lineup with that information i would hope and then on the gpp side i mean using houston's fine it's the highest total on the board they have the highest implied team total on the board as well using seattle on the back end there to kind of game stack that one's fine with me new york dallas i really don't have any appeal in anybody Besides Cameron Artis Payne and Lance Dunbar, maybe a little bit of Flynn Nagel. I'm not going to pay up for Parham this week. It looks like, you know, I just, Parham's targets will still be there, I'm sure. But, you know, do you want to pay? What is his price here? It's expensive. Parham's $9,500 on DraftKings, and he's probably not going to get any air yards. It's going to be the dump offs from Nelson. I'm not paying $9,500 for effectively a slot guy with touchdown equity. So I don't, I wouldn't say take Parham out of your player pool. I am just not going to be as heavy as I have been in weeks past with Donald Parham. That pretty much sums it up for Dallas. I'm not going to play Jazz Ferguson. I'm not going to play Bidette for that same reason. He doesn't throw the ball down the field, but that is a deep ball threat. He's fast. I don't really see that coming to fruition this week, so don't really have a lot of love for New York and Dallas at all. You could use Dallas D and pair him up with uh, Dunbar or Cap. Cameron's pain is Cap. The total's 37. There you go. So avoid that game. Use the running backs for Dallas if you want. Maybe use Victor. You could use McKay on the other side. I think he is due for a finally a big game one of these days the air yards there but i mean louis Perez does like to chuck the ball deep mckay's coming off of four targets only two catches and 12 yards no one's going to be on mckay i think he is a perfect gpp play because he does have deep ball ability he is could score a touchdown he scored a touchdown last week a red zone threat i think he has a nice bounce back day so i do like mckay a lot on the other side of the dallas running backs st louis dc dc sucks right now cardell jones sucks i'm just gonna get right to it there st louis you could always use tayamu he runs the ball so many times 16 carries last week that's insane for a quarterback so the floor for tam is there i don't want to use pearsonell prices it's up there right now i think i took him out of my player pool let me make sure of that real quick i did not take him out of my player pool but i only have him projected for 10 points at 9.2k absolutely no thanks for me the guy i want to pair tayamu with or just use as a one-off is my boy ladanian washington dude's huge the air yards are there the targets aren't necessarily there on a consistent basis he had no he had six 
targets last week. He led the team for St. Louis, 97% of the snaps. LaDainian Washington is the guy I want to play as a pass catcher for St. Louis. You could use Lucas at tight end. He only plays like 40 or 55% of the snaps. So you're getting risky there. He had no targets last week. They really only use the tight end when they need to. I don't think they'll need to this game scripts a little closer than i personally would have thought you know st louis only a five point favorite on the road though so maybe dc can get it back together um on the dc side i want nothing to do with anybody besides maybe donnell pumphrey but we don't really see him in the red zone he's not racking up targets like dunbar so i would rather just go to dunbar if i'm interested in pumphrey rashad ross like one day it's got to happen the guy's getting a ton of deep balls cardell just sucks like i said same with tompkins last week i think he had two deep balls that were just overthrown by you know five to ten yards is awful misses i had a ton of tompkins last week and he got us a zero burger i think you're fine if you want to go back to tompkins but st louis's secondary is solid so i do not want to get a lot of dc exposure but rashad ross is due for a bounce back game one of these days this may not be it eli rogers not the matchup for me to uh to take him i usually love him in cash games but i'm gonna be a pass this week and the final game tampa bay at la la two and a half point favorite we got a respectable total of 40 and a have points this should be a fun one close game you know I, I talked about josh johnson he's always airing the ball out i think mcbride's a great play adonis jennings is a solid play jennings is probably going to be insane cash though or uh chalk everybody's going to see the price of 3.5 and every article he reads okay like, hey, use jennings nelson spruce is out including my dumb ass that's telling you to do the same thing so i'm not some innovator here telling you to play a guy because i think he's going to do anything crazy he's just in a great spot the field's going to be very heavy on him i may be underweight in tournaments but you know does mobley's ownership go up because really if you're playing tournaments there's only two punt guys that i like you know you want to call him a punt let's call him cheap guys mobley's 3.8k and do 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 what is adonis jennings he is 3.5 i believe right 3.5k so if you want to pivot from that cheap spot mobley's going to be popular i think adonis jennings will be much more popular but they're both going to be popular so if you want to get a little bit of leverage on the field i think my play would be saeed blacknell i think he goes to the slot a little bit too here to kind of recap that i think in tournaments if you are dying for value and you just keep seeing yourself force feed adonis jennings or sam mobley in there I think you just pivot, go to Blacknall. I think he's only 3,600. He's going to get some slot work too with Spruce out. It's not going to be all Jennings. And Blacknall's got deep playability, good hands, good route runner. Uh, I know uh, Erickson, Andrew Erickson from Win Daily loves him too. So that would be my pivot in GPPs. I don't see Blacknall being more than 15% owned at most. Probably cut that in half, honestly. So that is my GPP value pivot at the wide receiver spot. Running backs, I'm just not getting cute with. It's pretty much only going to be the two Dallas guys for me. Davion Smith, Jacquez Patrick, maybe a little bit of Darius Victor. You know, Humphrey I touched on, but I would just find a way to pay up for Dunbar there. People are going to play Kenneth Farrow. I'm going to be a pass on that. Take him out of my player pool right now. Montez Car or Martez Carter is back for LA. You could use him. I think they're just going to use like three or four running backs. It's an absolute crapshoot there with uh, whoever you want to play in the LA backfield i would just say don't play anybody trey williams is getting some love i'm actually taking him out of my player pool right now then the 
Rams running backs, I didn't really touch on them. You could run all over DC as we've seen the last couple weeks. So pick whatever one you choose. I mean, they, they split time effectively. So whoever gets a touchdown, maybe they both get a touchdown. They both have value. That's cool. And then Tampa Bay side receivers, Danny Williams, dude's getting a ton of targets, a lot of air yards. He's getting red zone targets. He is certainly in play for GPPs. You could maybe stack up Tampa Bay, LA, and, you know, just get your Houston exposure as you deem fit and then get a guy from Seattle because, again, a pass catcher from Seattle and most likely that's only going to be pro for me. You can play Keenan Reynolds for Seattle. Kind of talking in uh, all over the place here, but just trying to give you every thought that I possibly have on the slate. Reese Horn, you, you saw last week, you don't really want to play him in GPPs. You could use him in cash. He is just, a, you know, he's a, he's Cole Beasley is what he is there, guys. You're not going to play Cole Beasley in tournaments unless he's min price. Reese Horn is not min price. I think, think he's 6K. Would you ever play a 6K Cole Beasley in a GPP? Hopefully the answer for all of you is no, because you do not just want to pay 6K for a guy that's going to get you maybe 10 points. So I'm out on Reese Horn in tournaments. The guys there, Danny Williams, Truesdell I talked about. I, this team loves to use a tight end. Mark Trestman has always been a big tight end guy with his time at the Bears and kind of putting Greg Olson on the map. Whoever else he had, I don't I don't really care about Mark Trestman's past, but we know he loves the pass to the running backs, abuse the running backs, Davion Smith, i.e. Matt Forte back in the day. He always had huge fantasy years with Trestman. So as we've seen, the success for Davion Smith is kind of correlating there as well. He's certainly not Matt Forte in his prime, but the usage is there, and that's all we care about then Tolliver he's super cheap if you can't afford Danny Williams go to Tolliver and then again Truesdell's fine I don't think Truesdell has the slate breaking ability for a GPP so that's why I kind of leaned with him in cash and GPP my two go-to guys on the receiver side of Tampa Bay would be Danny Williams and Tolliver no Reese Horn I'm pretty sure that is it let's see if I forgot anything else yeah Seattle I'll, I'll kind of just recap the guys I have interest in by team. DC, I'd use Rashad Ross in a GPP or two. Tompkins, maybe. That is, a, and then a, a couple shares of Pumphrey. You could use Eli Rogers if it works, but I don't really want to pay his price with the other guys that are in that area. Houston, Cam Phillips, absolutely. Sammy Coates is out. Don't use him. Khalil Lewis, if he plays, always a solid player, but does not have that GPP breaking ability. But he's going to get you 9 to 10 points, and that is fine in this, you know, depending on what your lineup build is. If you lose use Khalil Lewis in a GPP make sure you have guys like Danny Williams uh, Saheed Blacknell someone that could blow up the slate Trey McBride obviously you're going to want him if you're using Khalil Lewis because Lewis is just a floor guy you're going to need some ceiling Nick Holly, same thing he's a floor guy if he scores a touchdown we saw last week he could blow up the slate but that was a close projected spread with a very high total we do not have a close projected spread we do not have a high total this week I do not think Nick Holly is a smash play Mobley can definitely catch a deep ball or two. He's fine for cash games and GPPs. D'Angelo Henderson or whatever his name is, the backup running or the third string running backs out. So we will see Andre Williams and uh, James Butler. I think Andre Williams is in play. I think Butler's in play, but they don't really give Butler the ball that much. So I, as a 12 and a half point favorite, we usually always want to target those running backs. It's just hard. So I don't know who's going to get 10 plus carries. This offense just isn't designed to give anybody 10 plus carries. Andre Williams is cheap. You could certainly play him in 
GPPs because someone in that backfield could score two touchdowns this week. So do not write off Butler or Andre Williams. LA talked about Smallwood. Oh, I did not talk about Smallwood. Love this guy. I do not think he's going to be that popular. He could also get some slot work. It's really just kind of finding a way to pivot off of Jennings and GPPs. If you don't want to use Trey McBride, you think everybody's going to be on him. He's going to be chalky. You could pivot to Jordan Smallwood. He's going to be a great play in tournaments. Wouldn't necessarily use him in cash. He's getting red zone targets too. I like Smallwood a lot. I'm sorry I did not touch on him earlier. Blacknell is just my value pivot. If you need to pay down at wide receiver and you don't want to use mobile and Jennings go to Blacknell. Jennings is going to be a fine play. I will lock him in in cash most likely. Brandon Barnes, same thing. He should get a bump up with Spruce out, but we just don't see double-digit points from Brandon Barnes ever, so we're praying for a touchdown. If you think Barnes can score a touchdown this week, go ahead and throw him in there. Running backs for LA, no interest. Seattle, this is easy. Austin Proles or Keenan Reynolds. I am much higher on Austin Prohl. Don't really see the, the slate-breaking ability, but a guy that's going to get 12 to 15 points in playing catch-up against Houston is something I'm interested in. Keenan and Reynolds, you know, maybe we get some some touchdown love or anything, but I don't know. I haven't really seen BJ Daniels look his way very much. So I'm not that interested, but he is certainly in play. Nobody else for Seattle I care about at all. Moving on, Danny Williams, Tolliver, Truesdale. Those are my pass catchers for Tampa Bay. You could use Reese Horn and Cash, but he's too expensive in my opinion. Just go to um, Jennings or someone like that and then pay up to Awesome Pearl. Uh, Davion Smith, Jock has Patrick, great running back plays this week. You don't hear me say the great running back plays often in the XFL. So those are the two. New York, straight up, McKeel McKay's the only guy I have interest in. You could maybe use a little bit of Darius Victor. The carries are starting to go up. We'd love to see him more involved in the passing game, but that is it. St. Louis, LaDainian Washington, and the running backs. Only guys I care about. You could play Pearson L. The dude only played 47% of the snaps last week. I know he scored a touchdown. I know someone at Discord wanted to use him. I just didn't think it was a good play, but he was productive when he did go out there. Five targets, five catches, 71 yards, and a touchdown. So if you want to use Pearson L, go ahead. I just think his price is too expensive for what should be be regression coming soon dallas uh nagel's fine nothing sexy there he's cole beasley 2.0 you know same shit with uh who do we got that i was talking about reese horn you know do you really want to pay for cole beasley no, we don't. Uh, Parham, too expensive in my opinion. You, he needs to get a touchdown or two. The air yards will not be there with Philip Nelson. But Parham has been solid. I cannot tell you not to play him. Then Dunbar, Cameron Arspain, the only other guys I care about in that offense. That is going to do it for me. Sorry for rambling on for however long this podcast was. I hope it helps. And I hope you guys crush it this week. Feel free to just reach out to me on Discord and Twitter, whatever. My uh, Twitter handle is at StixPicks, S-T-I-X. P-I-C-K-S, and always happy to help you guys. Good luck this week.